Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And thanks for checking out the Art of Money podcast. My name is Mark Owens alongside Art McPherson and Luke McCarty. All the information for the McPherson Financial Group, you can find it at theartofmoneyradio.com. There was a survey that came out that said 40% of all adults are too embarrassed to ask for help or for guidance regarding their finances. 40%. So, Art McPherson, why is that so high? Why are people embarrassed to make that phone call or to reach out to the team in the McPherson Financial Group? I think it's just because people don't always know the right questions to ask. Uh, a lot of times when people come in here for the first time, they're a little intimidated. You know, the 401k choices, typically when you start your 401k, mm-hmm. your biggest choice is, you know, what percentage do I want to put in? You know, do I want to put enough in to get the full employer match, things like that. Well, over years, the years go by, years go by, years go by. And as you make more and more money, you put more and more aside. So what will happen is all of a sudden you turn around twice and it's five years, turn around twice again, it's 10 years. And all of a sudden you're at 20 years in your 401k and you look at your statement and it's now seven, $800,000 in there. And you're like, wow, I got some serious money, but you didn't really take a bunch of time, maybe reallocated funds here and there, but people kind of just do it pretty laissez-faire. And then when they retire or they get to retirement time, now they're literally responsible to take this pot of money, whether it's a million, two million, three million, it doesn't matter the amount. Mm -hmm. They've got to manage that by themselves when it's more money than they've ever had in their whole history of their life. And then carefully go through the next four or five major market corrections they'll probably go through in retirement and then be able to manage it successfully to keep pace with inflation, Mm -hmm. and then also to take the proper amount of income so they don't run out of money. So it's a pretty big task, and I think a lot of people don't even know how to approach it because it's just a lump sum of money. They don't really know what that means. Right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it it is kind of intimidating. We try to, you know, make it not intimidating by just having conversations and educating. But um, if you think about it, you know, I mean, I get nervous when I go to the dentist. (laughs) I used to go like every two weeks because I had Invisalign. (laughs) You get nervous when you go to the doctor, Mm -hmm. right? You think for some reason there's going to be something wrong. And maybe people are afraid that we're going to tell them they're doing something wrong. And Mm -hmm. most of the time, that's not the case. You know, most of the time you're not doing anything wrong. You just either are taking too much risk or not enough risk or not saving enough. Or maybe you should retire today instead of next year. So. Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of things that we see every day that you as an individual do not. And, and I think sometimes people feel like working on a wealth management or putting a portfolio together, it can be intimidating because there's a lot of layers to it. But, you know, Art McPherson, you do a good job of sitting down with a, a prospective client and saying, look, you've worked hard for your money. This is your money. Let me try to help you put it together so it makes money for you. Like, what's a couple of the steps you do in that first appointment with a client to say, let's get this in order and let's just start building towards a successful retirement? One of the first things we focus on is kind of we take a look at a snapshot of the where they are today. So we look at kind of their assets and their liabilities and we look at their current income. And then we also look at their net take home because a lot of times people think, okay, I'm making $200,000 a year as a family. We need $200,000 a year in retirement. That's not necessarily the case because really what you need is to replace the money that you're living off of because most of that money while working most people listening to the show today only get about 60% of their income as take home because they're doing all their deductions from work and they're withholding and their tax withholding and social security withholding, Medicare withholding, blah, 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 you name it. Well, that stops in retirement mode. You have your federal taxes that are due, but all the other things that you had to do, you don't have to do anymore. So a lot of times looking at that take home budget is where we start that budget for our clients. And they're really surprised at, holy cow. Yeah, this is what we're limited on. And yes, 
I might be able to have a pay raise in retirement. So they really, really like those conversations and really like uh, looking at the real, what they really need from a budget standpoint. You have a lifestyle that you're accustomed to. Don't cut back on it in retirement. Our McPherson and the team at the McPherson Financial Group, they have a process to help you continue to live without the fear of running out of money in retirement. Reach out to the team. You can give them a call or always online at artofmoneyradio.com. And, you know, you mentioned inflation a couple of seconds ago, and we always seem to talk every single week about rising inflation, and it's now climbed up to 5%. But the Fed says that that 5% increase in inflation is only temporary. They're expecting the rate to fall by a point or two by the end of the year. I want you to hear this clip from former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers, who told Bloomberg that he's not so sure that it's really going to fall that much. My guess is that at the end of the year, inflation will come out pretty close to 5%. But I think the real comment is that it was only three weeks ago when acknowledgments that inflation would reach 3% uh, this year were treated as significantly newsworthy. So inflation is going to surprise on the high side relative to expectations. And I'm afraid that continues to be my view. We know that inflation affects our daily buying power every single day at the grocery store. Everything's getting more expensive. But Art Luke, what point does it really start to affect our retirement? Depends how far away from retirement you are, but let's say you're in retirement mode right now um, and you go out three or four years. You know, if we have 5% inflation for the next three or four years, it's going to have a big impact on your retirement plan. So we can run numbers here in the office and what we usually see is inflation kind of starting to eat away at the portfolio. And, you know, it just depends what you're spending, of course, but, you know, within year seven to 10, that's where the big kind of hit starts to come because. If you think about it year over year, two to three, maybe even five isn't that big of a deal. But if you go out 10 years, it's a huge number. So within our software, we can say, okay, your plan looks pretty good, right? If inflation is lower, it looks better. If inflation's higher, right, we have issues. We either need to have more growth in the portfolio or we need to spend less money or you need to keep working and save more. So inflation is a big, big factor. You know, if you go out 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah, we've hit, you know, the last 20, 25 years, we've had historically low in inflation. So, you know, as we're moving up now, it's still adjustable and you can still make things work. But the government has to be careful of that, too, because as they raise inflation, that means the cost of everything goes up across the board. So mm-hmm. their their cost of Social Security, COLA increases, things like that get affected. So one of the things that inflation does is it diminishes the value of our dollar. So if a dollar is, you know, diminished by two and a half percent a year. It's worth 98 cents next year. Well, that's a lot different than if it's worth 95 cents next year. So what has happened is inflation is eating away that purchasing power and everything else is going up in value. So we definitely have to have that portfolio to match that or else it's going to affect income streams. It's going to affect a lot of different things. So inflation is a big deal. And, you know, we kind of have he was just mentioning, you know, Luke and I have been talking about this year, about four or five percent was our expectation. It looks like that's where we're going to fall. Now, we'll have to see, you know, does it kind of back off again? Is this covid related spending inflation, you know, that has created some of this inflation right now? Mm-hmm. Or is it real inflation? pressures. And I don't think gasoline is going to go back down because that was kind of some things that Biden did. He stopped the oil pipeline from Canada, you know, from being completed. Mm-hmm. He took the drilling that we were doing in Anwar, which has more oil in that reservation than Saudi Arabia and said, we're not allowed to drill there. Mm-hmm. So that's going to raise the price of fuel. So those kind of, you know, we've seen some policy things that affected things there, but we'll have to see how it ends up being for the end of the year. But I definitely would agree with him. Four or 5% is very likely for this year. Did you hear about the sneaky new term shrinkflation? 
I have not. Have you have you never heard of that before? So it's drink place. Is this one of these another <laughs> terms like floating the beer. beer float or floating beer? Is this another one of those terms, Mark? Are you sure you're not the only one that knows this? No, it's not a pool thing. Shrinkflation is real, okay? Companies are reducing the size or quality and quantity of their products while charging the same price or even more. So it's a, the equivalent of going to the grocery store and a cereal box that was 19.3 ounces is now 18.1. But, but it's, it's still in the same box. It's still in the same box mm. and costs the exact same amount, but there's less goods inside of the box. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, we went through a period like this. So what the companies will do when they're running into price hardships mm -hmm. where they're not allowed to do more product and they don't want to raise the price, they'll literally have the same size can. So I remember when I was like 17, my dad was like fussing. He came, you know, we're going to the store together and he's like, I can't believe this. Yeah. He goes, I have a can sitting at the house of WD-40. And it's like 28 ounces and they have the same size can. It's only 18 ounces now. This is ridiculous. And it was just funny. So yeah, that's happened before. And it's usually in these inflationary pressured times mm -hmm. where you'll see some of that happen, where you'll see companies because of rising costs internally yep. will do things like that. It's creative marketing. So I read this story and I laughed. I thought this can't be real. It's true. I noticed my favorite box of wine went from a very proud four bottles per box to now it just says just under 100 ounces in that bag, which is not a full four bottles, but is the exact same price. Mm -hmm. Can't get away from it. They got you, but you're too smart, huh? You're too Even smart and you got them. Smarter than that, You man. should write them a letter. With but did you still wine? pay the same price for your boxed wine? Well, of course I did because it's my oh, box of wine. I mean, it's my favorite wine. And you still bought it. Yeah. I mean, I so. can't take glass down to the pool, but I can take a box of wine down to the pool. <laughs> Don't you, don't you That's true. Like, a box of wine and a solo cup. <laughs> it's, a, it's instead of a floating beer, it's a floating wine. Does that count? A floating box of wine? No. Shrinkflation. Shrinkflation <laughs> wine float. Shrinkflation wine float. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A17 Today's show has been a work of art.